This is The Jerry Callahan Show. reason for an 80 year old to go to the beach to you know, go put on his swim trunks drag his chair across the sand maybe an umbrella bring a cooler you know what the best reason to do that to make it a, a spend a day at the beach if you're 80 it's to play with your grandchild or your grandchildren make sand castles look for shells splash in the water that's what you're supposed to do when you're 80 and you go to the beach and you have seven grandchildren, you're supposed to take, I don't know, one or two or six or seven of them to the beach with you. That's why, that's why you go to the beach when you're 80. It's certainly not to, uh, to get a tan when you're an old pasty white octogenarian. I can never say that word. 80 year old guy. Well, Joe Biden's on the beach again. He's on the beach for the next 10 days. Cause that's what Joe Biden does. Nothing else going on in the world so he can escape to his uh, beach in Delaware with his umbrella and take a nap in that old beach chair. That's what he was doing yesterday. Uh, Didn't see any grandchildren with him, of course. Certainly not his uh, youngest granddaughter that he has now acknowledged. That was the big story over the weekend, if you missed it. Nothing says unconditional love of a grandchild like a Friday night news dump to People Magazine. This He is such an empty, hollow, soulless ghoul of a man that this is how he acknowledged his youngest granddaughter. And I have a question. I have a question. He was ordering his staff in the White House. This was, I believe, in the New York Times a few weeks ago that no one was allowed to mention Navy Joan Roberts, four-year-old grandchild of Joe Biden, daughter of a scumbag crackhead and a former stripper. You weren't allowed to mention her name and you weren't allowed to say Joe Biden has seven grandchildren or he'd blow his stack. We know he is uh, quick tempered, which has been exacerbated by the dementia. So that they had to whisper, they had to walk on eggshells around Joe because he insisted that child did not exist. It was perhaps the best look into the soul or lack thereof of the man, of what kind of a low quality human being is, of what kind of garbage family they are. The two grandparents, Jill and Joe, both said she doesn't exist because they don't like, I guess, her mother. Well, that apparently that became a political problem, a uh, an issue for the campaign staff as he runs for re-election, which he's not really running for re-election. There is no campaign headquarters. There's no campaign staff. He just says he's running for re-election, and he lets the media do the rest. They, he lets the media do the campaigning for him. Well, somebody, I'm going to guess a pollster, pointed out to Joe Biden that it's not a good look, that even your supporters don't understand why, you're deni- why you are denying the existence of this poor girl, this innocent child. She didn't choose her father. No one would choose a crackhead, scumbag, money laundering, bribe-taking piece of garbage who banged his uh, his dead brother's widow and his dead brother's widow's sister. No one would pick that guy for a father, so she didn't have a choice. And they took it out on her. They denied she existed. They didn't hang a stocking for her. They didn't send her a birthday card. That, to me, was the greatest uh, indictment of these people, of these two people, these the, the patriarch and matriarch of the worst garbage family ever to sit in the White House. Well, I guess they finally said, we got to get out in front of this. 
So on a Friday late afternoon in July, after I believe Joe Biden had snuck away to the beach yet again to spend, what is the number now? 360 days on vacation. (laughs) He's been in the White House for two and a half years. He spent a full calendar year on vacation. So he was safely ensconced at his beach or his beach house down in Delaware when his staff leaked to People Magazine a statement acknowledging that Navy Joan Roberts actually exists. Um, and they made a statement. Here's the, here's the statement to people. Think of this. I mean, he doesn't have a sit down. You could pick anybody, pick any of your stooges, have it, you know, Leslie Stahl or Dana Bash or Joe Scarborough, Jake Tapper. You could pick any of those and they would do your bidding. Instead, they just, you know, sent a little email to People Magazine where they uh, admitted you know, the girl that everyone knows exists is the girl. They fought hard to stop from using their name. They went to court and as part of a deal, they gave the girl Hunter Biden's finger painting. And she <laughs> apparently her mother agreed to not let her use the name that Hunter Biden, her scumbag father, has been selling for years and making millions off of. They don't want her doing that. Nope. Don't want her being calling herself a Biden, but they released this statement to People Magazine Friday and I quote, our son Hunter and Navy's mother, London, are working together to foster a relationship that is in the best interests of their daughter, preserving her privacy as much as possible going forward. Uh, this is not a political issue. It's a family matter. Biden's statement said, Jill and I only want what's best for our grandchildren, including Navy. Isn't that wonderful? They want what's best for the girl that for four years they've denied she's existed and supported their scumbag son, uh, who they they love unconditionally, the smartest man Joe Biden knows. They support him as he went to court to lower his child. First, he went to court to fight the uh, charge that he, he was indeed the father. He lost that. uh, The DNA proved that he's the father. Then he fought to lower the child support payments that she was initially awarded. And then he fought to to deny her from using the name. Yep. That's in the best interest of the girl and uh, her mother. Sure it is, Joe. Now the big question is, will he say anything about it? I'm sure he'll eventually sit down with some friendly reporter, but he, you know, no one will ask him about it. No one has ever asked him about the laptop. No one has ever asked about Tony Bobolinsky. No one has ever asked about Devin Archer, which is the big news today on this Monday, July 31st. I used to hate this day when I was a kid because it felt like summer was ending July 31st. Mm. And, uh, you know, it was almost August. And I, when I played Pop Warner, Pop Warner start when I was a kid on August 1st. And that felt like the end of summer. So I used to, I used to get depressed on July 31st, but <laughs> Hey, I don't play Pop Warner anymore, so I look, I'm looking forward to August. And not just because it's summer, beautiful month, usually the hottest month of summer, um, but because this stuff is just starting to roil. Today, right now in D.C., Devin Archer, former business partner and best friend of Hunter Biden, is appearing before a House committee this thing, I, I got so many questions about this. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I assume he will uh, implicate Joe. How do you not? Everybody knows Joe Biden has been lying for years. 
about his uh, his knowledge and his involvement in Hunter's business dealings. We all know he was involved. We all know they kicked 10% up to the big guy. We all know Joe Biden has made millions and lied about it every every time he's been asked for years. We all heard from Tony Bobolinsky. We've seen the laptop. There's a mountain of evidence which makes it more laughable by the day the Democrats are out there. They were out there yesterday on the talk show, Chris Coons and Chris Murphy saying there's no evidence linking Joe Biden to Hunter Biden. I don't even, I can't imagine how there could be more evidence. I'm serious. How could you have more evidence than the guy's laptop and the guy's business partner and emails and photographs and texts and communication between the two? It would be impossible to have more evidence linking Joe Biden to Hunter Biden's dirty business dealings. Well, today, maybe it'll be the smoking gun. We'll find out. Sadly, there is no video. There will be no audio, no video available. It is going to be transcribed. And the transcript, according to, uh, I think this is Fox News, will be available in three or four days. Each side gets two hours. The Republicans start for an hour, then Democrats get an hour, then again, they do it again. It's expected to wrap up sometime around 3 p.m. I'm sure Devin Archer will have nothing to say. I'm sure uh, the Republicans will hopefully explain how it all went and we'll know later today uh, what he had to say. I don't even see how he could possibly not implicate Joe Biden. How, How could you... Sit there. We all know Joe Biden was on speaker phone. He was in the room when Hunter Biden threatened the Chinese uh, business partner when he tried to shake down his commie friend there in China. We know Joe Biden is implicated. The Federalist went through it and they said there are 200 examples of Joe Biden meeting or talking to uh, uh, Hunter Biden's business partners. 200. And we all know, we've seen the montage of him lying. I never talked to Joe. I never talked to Hunter. I didn't even know he was on the board of Burisma until he was on the board. Now now we know that he took a bribe from the, uh, the from Zolchevsky, the, the founder of Burisma, gave Joe Biden $5 million, Hunter Biden $5 million. Again, the mountain of evidence is, is a mile high, and we're going to sit here and say, gee, you think he was connected? It is getting tougher and tougher. Hell, it's impossible to be a Joe Biden uh, lick spittle these days and defend him with any degree of uh, integrity. Here's the latest. This was wild. Saturday, I believe, yes, Saturday this broke. The Justice Department, which is corrupt to the core, it's just rotten as could be. We know the whole uh, the whole federal government under Joe Biden is one big political arm of the Biden reelection campaign. Uh, we, we've heard from the whistleblowers, from the FBI, from the IRS. We've heard how they obstructed investigations. The IRS were not allowed to search Joe Biden's guest house. They were not allowed to interview members of Biden's family. They never even got to talk to Hunter. We know that he had a, uh, a mole inside the FBI, the one-eyed guy tipping him off to the investigation. I mean, the whole thing, just rigged as rigged could be. Uh, well, now <laughs> they're not even trying to hide it. There's nothing subtle. There's nothing cute. There's nothing evasive about it. On Saturday, the Justice Department pushed a judge to set a sentencing date for Devin Archer. Saturday. 
two days before he's to is set to appear before the house, which he's doing right now. And they said, send this guy to prison. He was convicted on something, I believe, unrelated to, to Hunter Biden and all the scandals that he's been involved in. He tried to uh, bilk an Indian tribe out of $60 million. This is the kind of kind of character the Bidens hang out with. So he's facing a year in prison and they want him to get, they want him uh, to get, to get sentenced, get put in jail as quickly as possible. I think it's obviously an intimidation tactic. You know, they saw that he was talking, going to talk to the house after canceling three other times. He's finally sitting down and speaking in front of this house committee. Um, and they sent this letter to the judge saying, put his ass in jail as soon as possible. In other words, we're coming for you, Devin Archer. You better button your lip. I don't think he can. I don't think he will. He has to come clean to some extent. I'm sure he's you know, a weasel at heart. He's a scumbag, just like his best buddy and business partner, Hunter. But uh, this is from the New York Post. The Justice Department is pushing for Devin Archer to report to prison just days ahead of the former Hunter Biden business partner's hotly anticipated congressional testimony, Manhattan federal, prosecu- <clears throat> federal prosecutors on Saturday filed a letter requesting a judge set a date for Archer to start his one-year sentence in a fraud case. The request came after Second Circuit Court of Appeals affirmed Archer's 2018 conviction on two felony charges for his role in a conspiracy to defraud a Native American tribe. Does anyone ever just get sentenced and sent to jail? These people, that's five years ago he was convicted. Five years, and he's waiting to serve one year. These people, this whole friggin' system is just so corrupt. And there's just such, such rot in this whole system. They want him jailed. They want to intimidate him. They want him to know that they can get him. Uh, And these are Biden stooges in the Department of Justice who are no longer even trying to hide it. They're no longer, I mean, everyone knows now. It's obvious. The DOJ works for Joe Biden, and uh, they work to protect the Biden family. That's what they're doing now. And uh, I don't think it's going to work in this case. I mean, he's already been convicted. He's going to jail. Um, He's going to have to talk today. He's going to just be asked how many times Joe Biden was involved in meetings, discussions, phone calls, how many times he met with Devin Archer and Hunter Biden's business partners. And he'll just answer. He has to answer. He can't say never. That would be a lie. That would be perjury, although I'm not sure he's under oath. He can't lie before Congress. He has to tell the truth, and that will be explosive. That will mean the mainstream media is going to work overtime to save this. Just no connection. He was on the board with Hunter Biden. He was another plant put there as part of a deal with Joe Biden. Put my son and his friend on the board. Hunter was making 83000 a month when Joe Biden was vice president. Keep this in mind. When Joe Biden was no longer vice president, when he was a private citizen, they cut Hunter's pay in half. <laughs> so, again, there's not much you can uh, not much you can say to to debunk this if you tell the truth or anything close to the truth. Um, Archer, this is again, this is according to Miranda Devine. Archer, who served on the Burisma board with Hunter, also will be able to testify about dinners Hunter organized at Georgetown's Cafe Milano. 
for his father to meet his shady benefactors from Ukraine, Russia, and Kazakhstan. The claims are devastating to the president's credibility after he repeatedly claimed he knew nothing about the millions of dollars Hunter raked in from corrupt countries where his father wielded power as Veep. By the way, he never made any money in like good countries, like, like, <laughs> like legit countries. It was only the corrupt countries like Ukraine, Russia, Kazakhstan, or the communist dictatorships like China. He never seemed to make any money from, you know, Great Britain or, uh, you know, Norway. It was always these uh, corrupt places. Hunter is, uh, I mean, Archer's expected to testify that he witnessed Hunter dial in his father on speakerphone during meetings with his overseas business partners. So he's expected to, to drop the bomb here, just to blow out of the water. Joe's claim that he was disconnected, unrelated to anything Hunter was doing, which as we all know is a flat out lie. So I'm looking forward to it. Unfortunately, we don't get to see those, those moment like we did with the whistleblowers, see him on camera, see him on TV, live audio video, we get a transcript. Why it takes three and four days for it to be released, I'm not sure. I will predict right now it'll be released Friday night by 10 o'clock, first, uh, first Friday night in August, as everybody gets out of town and goes on vacation. And then next Sunday on the talk shows, you'll have the same sleazeballs like Chris Coons and Chris Murphy and others saying, there's no connection. Joe knew nothing. He just loved his son too much. Wonder, wonder if we're going to get to that. Just he just felt bad for his son because he was an addict, so he helped him close some deals. He got nothing out of it, and yet we have we have uh, a report that he had offshore business accounts. Maybe we can get to some of those with Devin Archer, who knows where the bodies are buried. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they'll finally talk to Tony Bobolinsky, who has offered to testify, and they will not call him. But it does feel like. Uh, the dam is springing some leaks that the ship be sinking. Maybe I'm just getting uh, ahead of myself, but there was a lot of, a lot of people who are kind of rolling their eyes at the latest Biden. Oh, oh I, I'm sorry. I got, I was going to call them scandals. Uh, USA today. This is uh, they want you to know that the things Hunter Biden have done, they're not scandals. They're not crimes. They're foibles. Foibles. That's what USA Today called them. Um, I just made a quick uh, like rundown. I would say let's see: money laundering, sex trafficking, drugs, guns, um, bribery, um, sleeping with his dead brother's wife, sleeping with his dead brother's wife's sister. Um, that's just a few things. Leaving a bag of coke in the White House. Those are foibles. They ever called Donald Trump's, you know, whatever his uh, classified documents. They ever call those foibles or foibles just for Democrats? Just and Democrats. USA Today just got pummeled for this tweet, this story, because they said uh, the Republicans were pouncing on Hunter Bud's. I'll get you the exact. Do you have this tweet? I got it here. USA tweeted on Saturday, Hunter Biden's foibles provide ammunition for Republicans who want to inflict harm on Joe Biden ahead of the 2024 campaign. So it's just those darn Republicans who want to inflict harm and they're pouncing on Hunter's foibles. Oh. Anyway, 
They, they're, they're <laughs> trying to slime a president. Will the GOP's attack on Hunter Biden hurt Joe Biden? Attacks on Hunter Biden. I love this. Attacks on Hunter Biden because Hunter Biden only made this money because he was selling access to his father. That's about a direct connection that you're ever going to find. This is about as explosive and real and unprecedented a scandal as you will ever see in D.C., and it is unraveling before our eyes. I want to get to, uh, uh, we got so much to get to, as usual, on this Monday. We got the uh, final, the acknowledgement of uh, Little Navy Roberts, and the big question, will she get a stocking? They hang a stocking for that feral beast that keeps biting Secret Service agents <laughs> and the other feral beast, the two German shepherds, they hang a stocking for their cat. Will they hang a stocking for Navy Joan Roberts, who, as far as we know, has never bitten a Secret Service agent? Do you know she's never met Hunter Biden? He has a four-year-old daughter. He's made many trips to Arkansas to fight this case. He's never met her. What a, I mean, what kind of low-quality person doesn't meet their own daughter, when they know she's there, she's old enough to to speak and talk and give you a hug. I mean, these are just the biggest garbage people ever, but they're not getting away with it with everyone anymore. I want to get to this cut on CNN. I watch, as I've told you, I hate watch MSNBC and CNN just for a laugh. I'm always looking for that, that Claire McCaskill moment or Mike Barnacle moment when they talk about what a wonderful guy Joe Biden, Mike Barnacle said he doesn't get enough credit for being a decent human being. And Claire McCaskill, as we played last week, said they're trying to indict him for the crime of loving his son. These people are absolute clowns. They should be mocked and ridiculed. But I got to give credit to this guy, Scott Jennings. He's nominally a Republican or a conservative. I think he's just there as like a token he, he hates Trump. That's uh, required to work at CNN. There he is walking into court. Devin Archer, big smile. Boy, does he look greasy. His hair's all slicked back. He's got the fake teeth, just like Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. You know, the $3,000 suit. Just walked in to Capitol Hill to, to testify. Big day in D.C. By the way, most of Congress is gone on their recess. They're like Joe Biden. They're on the beach. But enough of them came back to conduct this hearing. They're fired up. Matt Gates is fired up. Um, uh, James Comer. This is going to be good. Unfortunately, we can't see it. This is good, too. Scott Jennings on CNN. And my favorite part of this is obviously he's great talking about Hunter uh, being a scumbag on CNN. But let's watch and listen as the host. I don't even know her name, but tries to you know jump in and interrupt them. So let's, let's be classy here. And then she, she manages to interrupt to say, hey, they acknowledged the girl. Sure, they did. After four years and long court fight and, and, and insisting his, his staff don't mention her name and, and insisting she doesn't exist and insisting there's only six grandkids, he finally acknowledges it because it's a political problem in the polls. And Scott Jennings he, he, he brings it on this case. I mean, I don't, I don't know much about this guy, but I give him, give him credit. Let's watch this segment actually appeared on CNN. Go ahead. But Scott Jennings, the president has made being a family man yeah. a central part of his political identity. Uh, it's not Republicans, with all due respect, who made Hunter Biden into a complete scumbag on this and other issues. The, the ignoring his own daughter 
for four years and the president of the United States hanging up a stocking for the dog I mean, the and not for his seventh grandchild. Okay, look, okay. We, can all, we can also have, Marine, some, we can also have we, sympathy for people who are struggling with addiction. Let's right. keep this conversation right. respectful. I, 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 listen, I, I totally agree. And you know where I'm from? A lot of families deal with addiction. And you know who ends up picking up the pieces? The grandparents. And in this case, the grandparents would not acknowledge this little girl. It is offensive. But the bottom line is... But they have now. The poll... Oh, what a hero. The polling must have been <laughs> yeah, brutal. Just the polling sure must have been brutal. No one gave a question. She they, wants to give them credit for acknowledging it after four years. They have now. He, yeah, they have now. Oh, geez, what a hero. That's a great response. That is the best you're going to get on CNN. I don't know. See if you can see. Did he get fired over the weekend, Scott Jennings? Is he on the street? Because I'm going to guess he get called into the boss's office. He says, you can't do that. Biden's our guy. But this, that is a great example of how there's really no defense. I mean, she's trying to defend him. Addiction? So Hunter's addic- Hunter says he told the judge last week he's been sober since 2019. I believe she was born in 2018 or 19. She's four. So he's been sober for four years. His daughter's four, and he has not said, seen her or met her, and he fought to stop to lower his payments because of addiction. They're going to use this excuse, this crutch. Oh, families struggle with addiction. They're hoping, like people who are really aren't paying attention or just ignorant or ill-informed and have addiction problems in their family, like most of us, they're going to say, oh, that poor guy has addiction. So, so what? So what? He was he's, he told the judge he's sober, and he still fought to, to, to the child support payments. He still refused to meet his own daughter, and that's the best they got. He's an addict, and that was a great point by Scott Jennings. How many people who have adult children, the children? He's fifty three. How many people who have adult children, scumbag crackheads in their family? Step into the breach, you know, fill the void. Say, I'll take care of the kid. I'll do my best. We'll try to give the kid what we can for Christmas and holidays and vacations. We'll see it. We'll see her. We'll do our best. These people ran away with it, ran away from it. And if it weren't political, if he didn't get bad polling, you know, Joe Biden would have nothing to do. You know, we would never mention this child. He, he didn't care about her unless he went in for a sniff. Maybe he looks at his pictures and says, I wouldn't mind a sniff. Let's get her up here DC to DC God. for the, uh, <laughs> don't even say it. Oh, Hunter. I think little Navy needs a shower. Oh, I'll take no. care of it. <laughs> oh, oh, as every time I talk about this or tweet about it, everyone says she's better off, you know, she's better off without him. And they're probably right. But, uh, oh, he's checking in. Devin Archer's going through security, emptying his pockets. Oh, looks like a big bag of Coke. No, he's just uh, emptying his pocket, his wallet, his phone, turning it in, going in, big smile on his teeth. Uh, looks like he's lost weight. The picture of him golfing, he was a big fatso, but he's not anymore. So uh, maybe he's, uh, maybe it's one of those deals where he knows he's going to prison for a year and is a little nervous. Stomach is a little jiggy, but uh Heading into court as we speak. We are looking forward to it. Uh, we're not going to know everything for a few days, but he's going to emerge, we think, in four hours and not talk to the media. I'm not surprised. But all right, we got so much to get to. Oh, by the way, by the way, you know things are bad for the Bidens. How do you know? How's the sh- what's the sure sign? 
when somebody in Trump's world is getting arraigned or indicted or charged or arrested or taken away uh, or raided, their house getting raided with FBI agents and Carlos, the maintenance man, Carlos uh, de Oliveira, Trump's maintenance man is being arraigned today in Florida. So that's uh, that gives NBC and CBS and CNN that gives them their lead. You know, it's not Devin Archer. It's not Joe Biden on the beach. It's not Navy Roberts. It's Carlos, the maintenance man, the janitor at, uh, at Mar-a-Lago facing charges today, which by the way, over the weekend, Trump on true social absolutely denied, refuted, said he turned over all footage. They deleted nothing. That's it's totally made up. So we got two sides to that story, deleted footage from his own camera, his own home. That's what they got on him. And, uh, the other guy, they got for taking $10 million in bribes from a corrupt energy company. Gee, what sounds more <laughs> egregious to you? But that's the way it works these days. The Bidens, the, 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 the walls are closing in on the Bidens. Time to arrest another Trump guy. And that's what, or charge another Trump guy. All right, let's, I got to get to this Kerry story. John Kerry is uh, going to war against agriculture. He's trying to start a worldwide famine, you know, to save the planet. He wants to starve, I don't know, probably a billion people to death. Hey, whatever it takes to lower the temperature a half a degree, if you have to kill a billion people, hey, that's the way people like John Kerry and Al Gore and Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates, they don't care about worldwide starvation. They want to lower the temperature a half a degree. We'll get to, uh, and we'll revisit some of uh, John Kerry's, you know, best predictions. He's about, he's like you, Ironhead, in the NFL. You got a better record than Kerry does. You got one right, I think, or one or two right last year. New Year's coming. A very, <laughs> uh, yes, it is a very uh, mysterious uh, appearance by Barack Obama on a golf course. I say this all the time. We say this all the time. We, we weren't born conspiracy theorists. I wasn't one. Five years ago. I am now. They made me one. They made me think differently about these things. We will tell you about that conspiracy theory that's making the rounds. And San Francisco has finally decided to enforce the law. Yes, they're cracking down. No, not on not on uh, drug addicts, drug dealers selling fentanyl in the streets or smashing grabs or shoplifting at the drug stores or taking a dump on the sidewalk. That's all cool. They're coming after Elon Musk for his new sign, <laughs> a sign, like an actual sign on the building they want. And, and we're going to give you an update on what happened in Chicago and ask you that old cadaver land on the beach in Delaware. Does he even give a damn that there is just all out war on the streets of Chicago? This could have been, I don't know if it's the worst weekend of the year, but it's a bad one. And nobody in the media, nobody in Congress, nobody in the White House gives a damn. We'll get into that and lots more, but first, let's do my pillow. We love my pillow. Just go to mypillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard my pillow, which is normally $69.98, is only $19.98 with code word Jerry. My pillow is made in the USA and comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on. Get it now and you can support this show because like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. 
by purchasing from my pillow. Not only are you helping out us, but you're joining in the fight against the cancel culture crowd. My pillow isn't in big box stores for obvious reasons. So you can get factory direct pricing. If you order from mypillow.com using code word, Jerry, you get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one free half off slippers, six piece towel sets, regular one Oh nine 99 just $39.99 with code word Jerry. That's mypillow.com promo code Jerry. Uh, let's do, well, you know what? Let's do Barack Obama because I know you love this conspiracy theorist. I, I don't even, I didn't even ask you about this before the show. I know you're buying it. I know you believe in it. Barack Obama make uh, appearance at a golf course over the weekend. And uh, there were some uh, curious people around and they noticed Something going on with Barack Obama. He has a black eye and he has scratches or is it bruises or scratches? What is on his arm? Have you seen this picture? Uh, It looks like he's got his fingers wrapped up like he broke a finger. Yeah, like he's got cuts or break or whatever, uh, broken bone or whatever on his fingers. I mean, it wasn't bad enough to not golf. He went to play golf. But here's what we do not know for some reason. I don't understand why he's afforded this kind of protection. He's out of office. Nobody's accusing him of murder. Here's the picture of him with the black guy and the taped up fingers. But they don't answer. They've not been honest about what happened with the uh, chef at the, uh, in the pond next to Barack Obama's estate. As we know, his chef, a 33-year-old guy, was in the White House before, before he went with Obama into, uh, uh, into work for Obama exclusively, drown paddleboarding. The average depth of this pond is three to four feet. He was found 80 feet from shore, I believe. And they said he was with someone else. The other person presumably tried to save him. Maybe the big, the, the chef looked like a big guy. We saw it, the chef, by the way, the one big erroneous part of this is that he couldn't swim. He sure could swim. We've seen video of him swimming. He's an excellent swimmer. He was, he drowned anyway, even though we had a paddle board and the paddle board is supposed to be attached to your ankle. That's why you do it. You attach the rope to your ankle so you don't lose it. He's with someone else. Someone else tried to save him, and they won't tell us who. And on top of that, they deleted the detail. Did they delete the whole 911 call or just the names? Because the report, like the transcript of 911 from uh, Martha's Vineyard that night or that day, every recall gives you a little detail, like who, who made the call and what was it, except this one except the one from Obama's house, his mansion, his castle, to the police to report the, the drowning. So they somehow put the fix in with the local police in Edgartown? I don't, why is that necessary? We all assumed it's a tragedy. The poor guy, whatever, banged his head or maybe had too much to drink or whatever. Very tragic. He's got two kids, a wife, seemed like a terrific guy. He's dead. And we're not allowed to find out more about it. Yeah, what what happened what? is uh, they the initial report was that the nine one one call came from Obama's property. Then it got switched to a place two miles away from Obama's property, oh. and they won't really. Uh, the person who called was a woman. Uh, the theory was one of Obama's daughters was one of the things I saw going around. Right, and then. Um, where it says re- on the report from nine one one, the re- where it says uh, reason for call. For that particular one, it was left blank, and they went back and checked the rest of that days and nights calls, and it was not left blank. So it was just this specific one. Why? I don't know. So why? 
no one is even implying like foul play. I mean, if he tried to save him, wouldn't he be heroic? Wouldn't that be something? He tried to save him. The guy was thrashing and banged him and hit his face with the board or, you know, grabbed his hand and twisted, hurt his finger. He tried to, to save him. He failed. He did his best. Wouldn't that be a good story about uh, the former president? I and, don't know. And but, that's uh, where and that's where the doubt creeps in. <laughs> right. They 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 do it to us. It's their fault. Fauci did this to us. The federal <laughs> yeah. government, FBI did it to us. Facebook and yeah. Twitter, they made us conspiracy theories because all theorists, because all the conspiracy theories keep coming true. We need new ones. But Ted Kennedy, one, people, Ted Kennedy, John Henry, Barack Obama, just dead bodies people, everywhere. Right, right, right. At least Obama tried to save the victim, unlike Ted Kennedy, who went and slept off his drunken <laughs> stupor for 10 hours before even reporting. And Mary Jo Capecchi was under the water sucking the last of the air. She was alive for, you know, some speculate an hour while he was uh, passed out at a hotel. And the first call he made was to his fixers to see what, how, what he could do to get out of this anyway, or blame someone else. And, you know, Massachusetts sent him back to the Senate for the next 40 years. Let's listen to uh, Jesse Waters, who's pretty good at this. He's the one that made them turn over the 911 call in the uh, the police body cam from uh, Paul Pelosi when Paul Pelosi got busted drunk driving in his Porsche. And then the break-in, he was pretty good, pretty dogged on the break-in at Pelosi's house too. But uh, this, this, I have a feeling it's not going away anytime soon. Let's listen. Fox News alert. The Daily Mail is reporting that there's something strange going on with the police call logs on the night Obama's chef drowned. In the section where the cops are supposed to write the reason for the call, it was left blank. Could be a mistake, but every other call that night was properly filled out. Police haven't released the 911 call yet or said who made the call, but the logs also state that the call came from an address two miles away from the Obama home. But when this story first broke, we were told it came from the Obama's property. And we're also finding out the 911 call was made by a woman. And we'll keep you updated on the story and give you answers as soon as we have them. Do you think anybody's asking the Edgar County police, why did you leave the call blank? I mean, why? Because he was president? So I got drowned. It's tragic. But that's what makes and me you- assume foul play. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you make right. You make us assume foul play. If you leave, you release the call. Someone drowned. Cops go there. They try to save him. They can't. He's dead. It's awful. No one thinks. Well, well at least no one yet thinks Obama killed him. Oh, I got, a, I got, a, I got a story. Right. So this is what happened. He's he's paddle boarding with Barack Obama's daughter. They're just you know having a good time. They look at each Ooh. other. They lock eyes. They lock eyes and they just fall in love immediately. And then they start having a passionate kiss. And then Barack Obama runs down his property line like Hasselhoff jumps in and, and drowns the guy. Drowns the guy, beats him up and drowns him. Allegedly. I, I, I unless, Allegedly. Unless they tell us what really happened, you know, let the speculation run rampant. That's what happens when you don't tell the truth. Right, speaking of not telling the truth, let's get to the biggest it's hard to say that when Hunter Biden's around and Joe Biden, but just the biggest sleazeball of them all. Is anyone more hateable? Is anyone just just more contemptible than John Kerry? Again, no. almost 80. He was a senator. He was a presidential candidate. He's made a fortune. He's married two rich widows. He was the richest man in the Senate. 
He has a private jet. He has a big sailboat. He's got mansions everywhere. He's got a mansion on Beacon Hill. He's got a mansion in Martha's Vineyard. And I guess I should give Joe Biden credit. At least Joe Biden goes to the beach and lays down and, and relaxes. This guy, just go to the beach, John. Just go uh, windsurfing like he used to like to do. Sail your friggin' stupid sailboat. Leave us alone. Some reason. I don't know why Biden felt like he was a good choice as climate czar and they've spent hundreds of million dollars. He has a staff of 45 people. He won't tell you all their names. We jets around the world and, and, and meets with rich and famous people at resort communities or at Four Seasons hotels or Ritzes and tries to kill the poor. That's what he's going to try to do, kill the poor. He doesn't want, you know, third world countries to be uh, – Modernize. He doesn't want them having, you know, electricity like we do. He wants them living in, in huts, in mud huts, and scraping for every every morsel of food they can have. But I want you to listen to this. He is leading the charge, the war on agriculture. We've seen this. Hell, there was a big uprising in uh, Norway where they tried to shut down the farms. The farmers protested. We heard the proposal in Ireland where they're going to kill 200,000 cows. Just kill them to stop them from farting, which apparently makes the world warmer. And we can't risk a world that might be half a degree warmer than it is now. Instead, we must stop agriculture. He leaves out the part where it will lead to mass starvation and famine and deaths like we've maybe never seen before. It's all part of the plan. That's, you know, what Bill Gates and Al Gore and Klaus Schwab, that's what they want. There's just too many darn people. Those people, they just keep reproducing. It's their fault, and we have to stop agriculture if we're going to cool the planet, which is so absurd and silly and ridiculous. Why do we have a government emissary, a guy representing us, spewing this absolute nonsense, dangerous nonsense in front of the world why, again, I ask every day, why are we not laughing this clown off the stage? I know he doesn't have much time left. He's almost 80, and he looks terrible. But, man, you should get a little chill when you hear this, a little chill that this guy who's connected to all the powers in the world wants to, you know, stop farming. Let's stop growing all that darn food. That's, that's, that's ruining the planet. Go ahead, play it. Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world. Uh, depending a little bit on how you count it, but it's anywhere from 26 to 33. And we can't get to net zero. We don't get this job done unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. But with a growing population on the planet, we just crossed the threshold of 8 billion fellow citizens around the world. We just crossed that in this last year. Emissions from the food system alone are projected to cause another half a degree of warming by mid-century on the current course that we are today. A okay, two-degree future. Right Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? So that's, uh, hold on, 27 years from now, right? It might be a half a degree warmer if we continue to make all this food and food feed all these people. Yeah, so... So his idea is to stop agriculture as we know it. He probably is applauding the governments in Ireland and Norway and wherever else they're, you know, trying to stop farming. He likes that. He approves that. He knows he'll never starve. He'll never miss a meal. There'll be plenty of foie gras for John Kerry and plenty of Wagyu beef for John Kerry and his friends. 
but we must do something about agriculture or we'll be a half a degree warmer in 27 years. First of all, I don't believe it. Second of all, even if it's true, so what? (laughs) This is the most existential threat. This is a bigger threat, according to him and Biden and Ed Markey and Al Gore and AOC, a bigger threat than war in Ukraine, Russia, Russia, which is now talking about using nukes. That's not a threat. Oh, yes, it is, because war uh, creates global warming. I keep forgetting. So we must do something about the war because they keep damaging septic tanks. And those damaged septic tanks make the world warmer. I cannot believe this just blows my mind. Like Hillary Clinton last week tweeted that it's really warm all over America. And the solution is to stop voting for Republicans. If you want it to (laughs) stop getting hotter, stop voting for Republicans. This is another person that was almost president, just like him, a senator, a secretary of state. And she tells people the solution to the heat wave, you know, in Arizona or across the South is to stop voting for Republicans. And the media goes along with it, agrees with it. The other Democrats, yeah, that's a good idea. Just vote for Democrats and the world will get a little cooler. You know, you won't be so hot when you go outside and you go, how does that work? Can you connect the dots? Of course not. But here's the, the most grating thing is John Kerry, as we know, has been wrong about everything. Al Gore, wrong about everything. All the climate hysterics are wrong about everything. Greta Thunberg said we would all be dead by now. And God knows that usually that high school dropout from Sweden, you know, usually she's right on the money. But in this case, she said we would all be dead. Five years ago, she said it didn't happen. They're wrong. At what point when someone is wrong about everything? It's like listening to Ironhead's NFL predictions every week and putting your money on it. Just eventually you say, I don't think I'm going to go another direction. Let's just listen to any. uh, You could take any speech from five, six, ten years ago from John Kerry, any of them, and it will be full of failed, wrong, incorrect, idiotic predictions. And yet we're going to listen to the guy tell us if we have to stop farming, we have to stop farming to keep the world from getting a half a degree warmer in the next 27 years. Sure. Whatever you say, just give me a, give me some bugs and some impossible meat and let's make the world a cooler place. Let's listen to what he, when was this from five years ago? Oh, I know. I was just zooming in on his dead look. He looks like he was tagged. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that to me. We got any, any of us. I mean, again, just any, any speech from five, 10 years ago. This Go ahead. Is, play, this is, play whatever uh, you got. This is from 2009. 2009, that would be how many years ago? 14 years ago. Good, perfect. 14 years ago, let's listen to this same decrepit old con man tell us how the world's going to end. Go ahead. We have sea ice, which is melting at a rate that the Arctic Ocean now increasingly is exposed. In five years, scientists predict we will have the first ice-free Arctic summer. (laughs) (laughs) So he said in 2014... There'd be no ice in the Arctic. The entire Arctic would melt, which would raise the sea levels and wipe out Manhattan and Martha's Vineyard, where he has a probably a $20 million mansion. And, and that same guy, 14 years later, is not only spewing these same stupid predictions, but we're paying him, taxpayers are paying him to do this and send them all over the world. I mean, it's just absurd. The whole... The whole 
concept of having this clown, this narcissist jet around the world in his private jet and tell people they have to stop farming, stop cows or we're all going to die. What? Are, I mean, no, you're going to die, John. You're 80. You're going to die soon. So leave us alone. All right. Let's have, let's have, let's hear from some younger people. It's just crazy to me getting in the headspace where you believe that. I know it's, I I mean, that's why I tweeted about Hillary. I said, there are people and there's probably millions of them who think that that if we just vote against the Republicans, the world won't be so hot in July. How did we get to this point? I know how young kids, they're, they're, you know, brainwashed at a very young age. They go to college, they get, you know, Marxist professors telling them (laughs) they think AOC is like brilliant and they just buy into this whole cult, this just stop oil cult led by these people. But eventually you have to grow up and think for yourself and say, okay, these guys have been telling us for 30, 40 years, what's going to happen. And they've been wrong about everything. Stop listening. All right, we got to move. Let's get, uh, uh, let me do the San Francisco thing. Let me do Shay, and then we'll tell you how San Francisco is finally cracking down on crime. And speaking of crime, it is out of control in Chicago, and nobody seems to care. Excuse me. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. All right, this this just made me laugh out loud. If you haven't been paying attention to the news at all, you know things are out of control in San Francisco. People are moving out. Malls are closing. Stores, businesses, you know, Walgreens are locking up their, their whatever they're their freezer products, locking up everything, not just razor blades. They're locking up shampoo and soap now. And uh, homeless are everywhere, fentanyl's everywhere. Lots of news people have done the, the thing where you walk around town and just see all the human zombies are out on that, whatever that's called, trank now. It's some strong, stronger than fentanyl. People are dying in the streets. Just a mess, absolute mess. Tourism is way down. Hotels are struggling. Well, they're finally getting serious about crime in San Francisco. This is from uh, the Associated Press. The city of San Francisco has opened a complaint and launched an investigation to a giant X sign that was installed Friday on top of a downtown building formerly known as Twitter headquarters. As Elon Musk continues to rebrand his social media platform, city officials say replacing letters or symbols on buildings or erecting a sign requires a permit. The X appeared after San Francisco police stopped workers from removing the brand's iconic bird and logo on side of the building saying they hadn't taped off the sidewalks yet. 
police in San Francisco, as bums are everywhere, as people are shoplifting and smashing and grabbing and shooting and stabbing, defecating in the streets, stopped workers from removing the bird on on, uh, the headquarters of Twitter. (laughs) What the hell? That's important work. Good for them. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the X. I liked Larry Bird, which was the bird's name. But uh, is that really a crime? You change your sign? (laughs) What the hell? Why is Musk still there? Why did he bring people back to San Francisco? I thought he was moving everything to Texas or somewhere, moving out of there. Why would you want to deal with these crazy people who who hate him and don't care about the crime right under that sign? You know, it's probably within 100 yards, it's probably a homeless encampment, which is perfectly fine. But workers removing a sign was a crime. But I would hate so much if my apartment was right across the street from this, though. <laughs> well, you think it'd be distracting? Maybe the bird was bright, too. I don't know. I think the bird was just uh, like a regular sign, just right on the wall, vertically. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, the, the X is growing on me. It's annoying all the right people, you know? That's, that's, that's how I judge things. Who's it annoy? Uh, before we... Uh, wrap up on this Monday and get back to see what uh, Devin Archer has to say. God, I hope they leak everything at four or five, three or four o'clock when the thing is over. I think it's their obligation to leak it to us. Uh, and we'll see how the uh, Carlos, the maintenance man's doing in court today. That'll be interesting. We'll, we'll have all that for you tomorrow, but uh, I know I talk about this all the time. It just, it's so incredible that there, there, the crime in Chicago, the violent crime, the gun crime is just out of control. And you don't hear anyone mention it. I mean, I, I was watching, bouncing around watching news this morning. There was about a one, maybe not even a minute segment on this story, and they just moved on. And the only reason they don't care, these are black people, in this case, black women being shot, being shot by other black people. So nobody cares. The media doesn't care. Ayanna Presley doesn't care. AOC, Joe Biden. If one of the shooters were white or one was a cop or if they used an AR-15, it'd be the biggest story in the world. But he, the, it wasn't. The gunmen were black. The victims were black. In the last two weekends, 80 people shot in Chicago. One city, one city in America, two weekends, 80 people. Last weekend, just finished, 47 people shot in Chicago. I believe five fatal, but that number could be going up. Just listen to this story. It's probably not even on the front. It's in the Chicago Sun-Times. I'm not sure, you know, if it's above the full page one, probably not. A woman was killed and eight more women were wounded at a shooting at a gathering uh, early Sunday in North Lawndale. Chicago police said nine women were among a group of gatherings shortly before 1 a.m. when a black jeep pulled up and several gunmen got out and opened fire. They shot. It was a birthday party. There were balloons and decorations, according to this story, uh, and 30 evidence markers. Uh, the one woman, 21, shot in the face and died at Mount Sinai Hospital. A 28-year-old woman was shot eight times, and she's in critical condition. And they go through the whole list. All women. 20, 24, 28, 30, 31, 33, uh, all shot and wounded, uh, one dead, one in critical. And it's like, yeah, gunmen jump out of a car and shoot nine women at a birthday party, late night birthday party. Uh, and um, you don't hear about it. You don't see it. You don't read about it. 
I mean, if this were one white guy against and one black guy, if the white guy were doing the shooting, Ayanna Pressey would be tweeting about it all day. AOC would be screaming about it. CNN, MSNBC would be leading with it. As we said last week, Joe Biden finally found a black guy, a victim of a crime that he cared about. It was Emmett Till 47 years ago, whatever it was. Does Joe Biden, does he even hear about this? Does he know about it? Does he make a statement? Does anybody care? 80 people in one city in two weekends, including a, a mass shooting, a mass shooting, nine people shot at one party at one moment by gunmen who jumped out of a Jeep. And you won't hear a word. It's the apathy, the indifference to this, to human life, not just by the criminals, but by the, the culture, by the political elites who none of them say a word about this. None of them, not a word. I mean, if this were whatever, a white supremacist at a mall or at a, whatever, they'd be the biggest story and it should be. But it's the shooters aren't white supremacists. They're not even white, I don't think. So we don't hear a word. Nobody cares. It's amazing. Amazing. Next, remember that next time. You hear Ayanna Presley screaming about, oh, <laughs> oh, if you're not, if you just listen, if you don't watch along on Locals or on Rumble, you don't know uh, the cue to get, to wrap this up from uh, Ironheads, usually Joe Biden peering through the window. He was peering through those a window on Nantucket, those little girls getting ice cream or whatever. We've moved on. Now we have Joe Biden on the beach in his Depends. That picture, I ask again. Who on Biden's team thinks it's a good idea for him to pose for pictures on the beach shirtless? He's 80. I'm not saying that he looks any better or worse than any other 80 year old, but you look weak, old, frail. Well, I don't you know if you, I don't know if you notice his backwards cap, but that's pretty cool. That's right. Put on a back and he gets, got this mean look on his face and they think that's a good look. Again, Trump would look worse on the beach, but he would never pose for a picture on a beach with a bathing suit. Guy's got a private beach in him. He could keep people away and just sit in the beach and sunburn away. Why would you want that image out there? It's just whatever. It's a bad look. But anyway, uh, good luck. Have fun this week, Joe. Nothing else going on in the world. You enjoy your time at the beach and uh, put on some sunscreen. Oh, man, you really should. But uh, all right, that'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. God save the queen, man. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.